Welcome back to Nutty Buddy Entertainment and on today's episode it is our third and final part of our movie review for Spider-Man No Way Home. We just give some final thoughts of things we liked, uh, some wishes we had, and much more coming up right here, right now on Nutty Buddy Entertainment. Chris, you got some questions for us. Let's start with that. You got a couple yeah, more let's, questions let's, for us. Let's get rapid this over. Fire. Yeah, rapid fire. Um, uh, this is maybe a nitpicky. Maybe this is sort of a thing that could have been added with five extra minutes to the movie. But since their spell erased their memories of knowing that Spider-Man and Peter Parker, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. What do MJ and Ned think when after the smell spell? takes place and they wake up on the statue of, of liberty with all the damage and destruction all around them why do they think that they are there in the first place what i is thought about that i thought about that and i they obviously don't say anything about it but my guess mm -hmm. is when everybody went to sleep and then when they woke up they just forgot so they still went home yeah. knew everything that was going mm -hmm. on and then that would be my guess. Agreed. But. Because then she's got like the band, like Luke said, she's got the band-aid at the end. And it's like, how did that happen? Yeah. yeah not, a, not a huge thing, but an extra establishing scene would have been nice for the nitpickers like me because it's like, yeah, whatever. I thought it was a needed happens. exposition. Like the fact that Travis was able to just explain that. And it's like, yeah, that's something I don't need to see in the movie. But I yeah. understand some, some people like to have things 100% spelt out i want this fair. i want this plot you know fair airtight fair. okay next question fair. next question did toby mcguire die in this movie originally yes yes okay yes okay agree i'm glad we're on the same page here because they said so green, green goblin he said so did he They said they said so the guy kevin they said, feige, yeah. feige is that you press mm -hmm. okay he said that they killed him originally okay yeah, yeah. that yeah. makes that makes so much sense because for the listener, he gets stabbed in the back. <gasps> He's in great pain. Um, he falls to the ground, says, I've been stabbed before. Lays down for a few minutes, moans and groans, gets up. No puncture wound in the suit, no blood, no any indication at all that he just got stabbed through the stomach or the chest. We don't see, they don't show it. We only see his face. And yeah, to me, it was very obvious that he originally was killed, which I predicted in our preview. Yes. <laughs> I said he was going to die. Um, the PG-13 movie, we can't show that stuff. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that was a like very glaring uh, thing for me. Um, this is more of a... a question for the universe as it stands right now where are the other avengers because i know some of them are underground some of them are dead but none of them at any point peter parker is getting his na name dragged through the media and none of the people that he's teamed up with and saved the universe with are like hey peter's my guy you know he fights with the avengers he's a good guy we, we wouldn't you know, he would never do such a thing. Well, so where, well before, where are those Luke, guys? before Luke answers, I know his answer is going to be like, we don't care about the rest of the universe. This is a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> Go ahead, Luke. 
But this is kind of the problem with the Marvel movies in general is that now that all these characters are pulled into it, when every any single one has an adventure where they face like a world ending threat or whatever, you would just call up, hey, I need I need some backup here and let's this, take care of it. This is a Sony movie that Marvel's yeah. being allowed to to barge in on. So mm-hmm. the answer is they're not here right now. Also, we don't yeah. need them ruining our Spider-Man movie. Go away, everyone. Which is why the ending well, is so great. <laughs> real, real quick though, like the Avengers aren't right now. They're nobody, right? They're they're no more because Tony's dead. Cap's gone. There, there mm-hmm. hasn't been a F- Avengers film yet. Nick, Nick Fury is in mm-hmm. in space, so I don't I don't think there is Avengers right now. But yeah, like as far as like maybe Falcon I mean, Bruce or the Winter Soldier. Yeah, Travis. Even even if they did come back, then it's like a civil war again because who's gonna go on Doctor Strange's side and who's gonna be on Peter Parker's side? Type thing. Good point. Well, I say if Bruce Banner, he of the selfie taking celebrity, says Spider Man's my boy, you know that would do a (laughs) lot. But again, we're just getting into like the universe of how they set this up now. These Marvel movies can just stop for a while, thank goodness. Just okay, go stop it, Luke. Stop. <laughs> we don't need your negativity right now. Um, I guess this is kind of like a this is what I was thinking during the whole like I said, I liked I liked the setup where he's like, I want to fix these guys, I want to help them out. But I was kind of had this thought while that was going on. I just wanted one of them to say like all right, well, why don't you take a formula then and fix yourself? Because it's kind of like, I'm responsible, but you guys aren't responsible to have powers or gadgets or anything, you know, naughty, naughty. And I just kind of wanted one them to say like, you, you know, why don't you fix yourself and solve your problems? So um, well, that's not really a question. That's just an observation. Um, the, we answered because they're murderers, which is why they need yeah. to be fixed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. Well, I was gonna say, uh, like, some of them are like schizophrenic, right? They hear different voices in their heads. So yeah. that would be the, yeah. the big thing. Yeah. Fair question. Um, no, yeah. I think everything else has been sort of answered. I guess my only last question is to say, where is the Chad Kroger songs? Where are the Dashboard Professional songs? I need <laughs> a soundtrack to emotionally wrap up this movie. And they did a Tribe Called Quest song, and it was not written for the movie. It's an old song. So where are the Dashboard Confessionals of 2021? Vindicated would have been great. And uh, Vindicated, oh, man. Would have been so good. The Hero song? Hero? Oh, what? Yeah, Hero Yeah, That can go yeah. away. That can go away. But Vindicated, <laughs> no. <laughs> So that's it. Okay. Okay. So for the last part of our podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to just talk a little bit more specifically uh, of different categories. I asked the guys to think about as we, we look ahead through three or four categories. So let's start with the one wish. So obviously I don't know if anybody has, I know Chris doesn't, but like this as a perfect 10, right? I don't have it as a perfect 10. There's, there's like a wish list that I had, like I'd love to see in this movie, like, that I didn't need, I would have just loved the scene. Totally different, right? So let's start with Travis. Travis, what was your, if you could add anything to this movie, what would have it been? Well, it was two wishes I had and they're both short. Go ahead. So Go ahead. One, one would be a new villain that we haven't seen. Um, we've seen all these other villains before. I just prefer to have another new one. Um, and I, 
I don't know that much about it, but the Sinister Six, there should have been a sixth person there. But I guess you could make the argument that Doctor Strange was like kind of a villain almost because he was trying to stop him. But that's not here nor there. Um, and the other thing was I was I was looking for in any of the fight scenes, especially when all three Spider-Men are fighting at the end, that there was like a whoa moment, you know, because you have an Iron Man 2 where uh, Iron Man does the laser thing. Everybody goes crazy. Um, Iron Man 1, that's when Black Widow jumps on the guy, <clears throat> excuse me, and takes takes him down, like jumping on his neck or whatever. That was sweet. Uh, Endgame, you have it when Captain America gets the, the hammer. Like all those are like awesome things that are like, whoa, look at that. And they didn't capitalize on all three Spider-Men doing something unique and amazing at that time so that's what i wish was in the movie yeah I, I like that 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 second part you we've talked about that part like just one thing where all three of them had to do something super cool together yeah very good how about you luke what was your one wish you wish was in the movie i love this movie so much that it, it's it's very nitpicky at this point but i mean i would have liked to have seen a version of Emma Stone and Kirsten Dunst, personally. I would have liked yes. that. I think that would have been awesome. That would have been, it would yeah. have made the movie better. It just, I don't think it yeah. makes it worse. And so if it's not going to make it worse, yeah. let's do it. I think, I think it would have been really cool to see that. It just would have been more mm -hmm. full circle. And there's no reason if they're pulling these villains out before they die that we can't pull Emma Stone out before she dies. Why not? Why not? That's true. You're like, That's why, true. why can't we do that? So I, I felt like that was a missed opportunity personally. Yeah. Okay. I like that one. Uh, Chris, what was, what's a wish you had? Um, I, my wish was that for this big, like crossover event hype of the century. Um, I thought just the whole scene where they show up actually is just very flat and kind of unimaginative. Um, they're hanging out in Ned's grandma's living room and you know, he makes a portal and they're like, Peter come through and Andrew Garfield is just like walking down an alleyway. And he just like pops through and like within seconds, they're making jokes. Grandma's like, Hey, can you get a cobweb off the ceiling? And then, you know, Tobey Maguire walks through, didn't do a lot. I know people like cheer just at the sight of them. Um, imagine alternate to that. How exciting if it was like an action scene and like Peter, like Tom Holland's getting like beat up by one of the bad guys. And then all of a sudden, you know, Oh, they're going to strike the final blow. And then, tup, tup, you know, two webs come in from opposite directions. Look at this. Here's Tobey Maguire. Look at this. Here's Andrew Garfield. Whoa, they came out of nowhere. That's exciting. And it's kind of just like a lack of imagination, in my opinion, that the best they could come up with is them walking through a portal into an old lady's living room. So my wish was that would have been more exciting. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to add what would have been super cool is Andrew's entrance was saving MJ that that oh, would have yeah. been that would have been epic if that's the way he Absolutely. because I, I promise you it would have been a much it was already a pretty loud cheer I, I also mm -hmm. would have say I agree like if you're going to bring Andrew in that way don't bring Toby in the same way that that was the other thing yeah. that I didn't kind of yeah. care for uh Luke totally fair since this words what we're like wishing would have been a different right totally fair counterpoint I think it was better this way because the emotional 
impact of the following scene was my favorite scene in the movie. Okay. And that scene doesn't happen if they don't come in at a time where Tom Holland is feeling at his lowest. That's mm-hmm. they they were there to bring him mm-hmm. out of his lowest experience. So mm-hmm. if you bring them in in a really cool, awesome, amazing fashion like that, you don't get that scene. Which that, to me, fair. I'm fine trading that off. But I totally understand why someone would be like, right. "Oh, it would have been cool to see it that way instead." I just think mm-hmm. it was better that way personally for me. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Really cool. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say too, like with your thing, we don't we don't get to see the science part of it too. I guess it just depends what part of the movie they get in. But if if we get them in that last action scene, that's when they show up. Then we don't get the science thing where they're having that conversation. We get all the Peter Parkers working together. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my one wish was, you know, it's sort of along the lines with the villains. So with Marvel movies and all movies, I'm obsessed with villains. I think you'll find that out the more you listen to my podcast. But I really wish Green Goblin would have went and broke out two of Tom Holland's villains. I don't care if it was Mysterio. I know he's kind of dead, maybe. But like Scorpion or, or the Vulture. And then just make it a Sinister Six. Just bring in two of Tom Holland's um, villains. And then we would have had sinister yeah. six and you would have had two villains against uh for each spider-man you would have had two yeah. villains for each spider-man so i i kind of wish they would have done that as well um mm-hmm. which would have been super cool in my yeah. opinion um anything else guys any other things we want to see okay okay let's go then our favorite callback let's start with you luke what was your favorite callback Oh man, they're all tied for the same. I don't have a fate. Like, I really like the scene where, like I just said, my favorite scene in the movie. So, my favorite callback was probably when Toby McGuire finished the set, the with great power comes great responsibility, talking about when May said it. Because I just, I think that was the best part of the, like, that was my favorite scene in the movie, just because I think it's the best scene in the movie. They're all there, all the main people and the, the whole main cast is there. So, I thought that was the best, but it was all amazing. I mean, everything that I already talked about it all. It was all great, but that was, I'll say that was my favorite one. That's a good one. Chris. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, I couldn't pick out a favorite. So I'm going to pass on this one. Like, you know, I'll do Chris's for him. I'll do Chris's for him. Um, When they were talking about, when they were talking about the villains and, and how they both had aliens fought, that was Andrew Garfield's biggest thing that we didn't like about the amazing Spider-Man two was that he didn't have a really cool villain and and even mm-hmm. Peter, I mean, Tobey Maguire as well in the third one, it was pretty trash, but he didn't get a really cool villain really at any point in his two movies. So the fact that they called that out was- mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. yeah. There, I'm going to give, I'm going to give that one to Chris. There you go. That's yours, Chris. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Travis? Uh, I would have to say <clears throat> just when uh, Andrew Garfield, it's not like they're talking, but when he saved MJ, just mm-hmm. that giving a flashback. So I thought that was really good. That's that's a good one. I think that's my favorite scene. I'll have to I'll have to look at it. But I my favorite was the best friends turning evil because I thought um, Andrew Garfield's dude was so well timed. And when you when we heard it the second time in the theater, I, I thought that was hilarious. So that was sort of my favorite callback is like that both their best friends and then Ned's like, I promise you. I'll never turn evil and try to kill you. And, and, and Tom's like, what's going on? Like, that was kind of funny. And then now his memory's erased. So he could end up foreshadowing, like turning into the hobgoblin, which I'm hoping for. 
uh, that he turns into the hobgoblin and he tries to kill Peter because he doesn't remember that promise he made. So that was a good uh, callback for me. When he's when he said that when he said that in Andrew Garfield, like he's like, I promise I will never turn evil and try to kill you. And Andrew Garfield pats him on the back and gives him a nod. <laughs> like, yeah, that was, that was so good. good. <laughs> so good. Play, that was a good. That was good. I like that was so that. good. <laughs> it was good. Okay, favorite scene. Let's start with Travis. What was your favorite scene? Uh, the back crack. I didn't even think of what what you guys said before about how he was having back issues before. I just thought it was funny because I'm an old man and I've already said this, but I just thought that was hilarious that they were doing that. Well, it's it's funny because I thought it was a callback. So I didn't I didn't know about the the back problems Toby was having. I thought it was a callback to the Spider-Man two. I think when he was trying to get his powers back. And like his web shooters didn't work. And then he fell and he hit his back against the dumpster and you could see him walking away. Okay. See, that's what I thought it was. So yeah, but yeah, that was, that was a good uh, scene. What about you, Chris? You have a favorite scene? Um, yeah, I, I guess two. Um, I like the whole first goblin fight in the apartment. It was really bone crunching. Mm-hmm. It was an exciting action scene. I like that it reminded people that Goblin took a serum that, like, you know, made him super strong or whatever. He's not just the guy on the glider. Like, he can actually, like, knock the crap out of people. Um, that was just all very well done scene in general. Um, the best moment of the movie is Andrew Garfield saving MJ. Um mm-hmm. Going back to Garfield being the MVP, the, the look on his face, like, the relief, like, the tears in his eyes, all that. Absolute classic, perfectly done, A plus. So that would be the best moment of the movie for me. Yeah, that was such a good. Uh, I like when MJ's like after she's like, "Yeah, I'm okay. Are you okay?" And he's like, "You know, like, Luke, what was your favorite scene?" We've already mentioned it a couple times, so I'll pick another one. I I really liked the whole final fight scene where Tom Holland and Green Goblin are going at it on captain america shield that entire thing another part of what i guess if you were to say that people were to complain about this version of spider-man is that he does all of his i guess superhero work where he's got to you know take down the bad guys he does it all with gadgets and his web shooters Mm -hmm. and all that stuff and the green goblin that stuff's not going to work on him because he as chris mentioned he's got the serum he's super strong you know you got to be able to to go hand to hand with him and he did that and it also made sense that they had that he had that anger that toby mcguire had in the first movie wanting you know in this case his aunt's mm-hmm. killer dead the same way that toby wanted that and so for him to be the one to stand in and kind of help him appreciate that or didn't really help appreciate he just helped stop him from doing something mm-hmm. he was going to regret but which he'll later look back and be happy about that whole thing was great on to the end of the movie when they're in the the shop that's just that whole ending part was right up there with the other great scenes for me yeah i like that was that that was one, one of the most uh grueling fights it reminded me of the fight um at the end of spider-man one uh, raimi's spider-man mm-hmm. when he fought green goblin it was kind of a bone crunch cr- crushing fight too a little bit um I, I, my favorite scene was the mj scene too like her being saved i, I would uh i had an honorable mention though and i forgot so it doesn't matter yeah, I feel like I had a third, like a third place one, but it's it's gone now. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. I was just thinking about it as Luke was talking, and I just just oh, forgot. My bad. 
My bad. No, no, you want no. Me to tell you another ahead. great moment in this movie, or are we good? Do you think? Was it? Was it? Uh, this is what you guys talked about on the podcast before, right after you saw it. Uh, I didn't catch this either, be, probably because it was so loud in there from it. But when he's going over, all right, Spider-Man one, Spider-Man two, and then Andrew Garfield's <laughs> like Spider-Man three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> because uh toby went up and he's like i thought you were two and he's like no i'm three or something like that because toby thought andrew was two which in 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 the order they break, came out he I'm is two <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's great, great. What are the is Avengers? That a band? <laughs> yeah okay okay let's go to our last point ratings rankings uh let's start with uh travis what would you rate this movie where do you have you don't if you don't have a ranking for it in the larger scale of the mcu just where but where do you have it rated if you don't i can give you both so it's if i saw it again it would probably go up a little bit more so originally it's a nine so if i saw it again it's probably going to be a 9.25 okay um i still like Infinity War and Endgame just because of the whole leading up to everything at the end all those movies that were involved to lead up to that final battle at the end I just thought that was great but you could also make you could also make the argument that Spider-Man which you already talked about was the original and that's what started everything but that this is not where they were going to end up end up with so they obviously came up with this and it it all made sense for them to do but and i think just to to correct for us it was probably spider-man but i think blade was actually the original superhero movie that started everything off i'm just gonna throw that out there but uh, are we talking like are we talking marvel or just in general i'm just talking marvel stuff like yeah yeah but i think i think uh, blade came out before both those right doesn't it doesn't count when you're a kid when you're a kid when you were our age that wasn't that didn't count as a superhero movie that's that's fair that's fair okay chris what what about your ratings slash rankings um i would say a 6.5 out of 10 um if you were going to the five star i'd say waffle between a three and a 3.5 um it's for me it's clearly inferior to the first two Raimi movies. And I would still probably put it below the first two movies in this trilogy, but better than, obviously far better than either of the Garfield movies. And comp, it's a better movie than Spider-Man 3, but Spider-Man 3 still has like idiosyncrasy, wait, um, that's not the word. But it's got like weird things in it, you know, the obviously you got like the famous dance scene and stuff like that. that are just a little more wacky and memorable, I think, than things will be in this movie. So I put it on the same level as that. Okay, well, you are going to get a lot of dislike for that. Hot take, Chris, everybody. Hot take, Chris. Yeah. How about how about you, Luke? What is your rating ranking? Spider-Man Three is borderline uh, re- return. Of, uh, what's what's the episode nine? It's borderline that bad. It's, well, it's a terrible movie. It is a horrendous movie. Coming off of the um, best superhero movie ever made, Spider-Man Two, they could yeah, not have made a I worse agree. movie. 
They could not have made a worse movie in that. Yeah, it's, it is a it is a big disappointment after that. I 100% agree. But you have like the James Franco pie scene and stuff like that. So it's there's like it's, memorable moments sprinkled in with a lot of crap. It's so bad. It's just so bad to to go from where they were headed to to that. Uh, yeah. But hey, I, I respect agree. it. I respect that you like it. If no, you like it more than I do. No, so. you're right. No way home. We'll put it above. You're absolutely right. We'll put it above a solid grade above Spider-Man three. But I'm still gonna put it fifth in the overall Spider-Man. Although, okay, we're forgetting though into the Spider Verse. Uh, which, live action. We're just we're just we hitting on live action. I don't think we count that. Yeah, yeah. I would put I would put into the Spider Verse slightly below Spider Man Two and probably ahead of Spider Man One. So it's for me, this is kind of like an inferior live action remake of Into the Spider Verse, like to put a bow on it. But I'm done. Fair. Okay. Fair. I would like to point out that I could not possibly disagree with Chris's take more on this movie. <laughs> that being said, I respect it. I respect it. The things that the things that he all mentions, totally fair. He's allowed to do that. If you say this movie, in your opinion, was not great, and you still give it a six point five, that's that's fair. That's fair. That's still uh, in in many grading systems a passing grade. Not in not in the one that I went to, but um, <laughs> uh, for me, it's a nine point five. This is the best Marvel movie ever made. It's the best Marvel movie ever made. Marvel makes, they have a formula. This didn't yeah. follow the formula. It was better than the Marvel formula. It's better the, the than best all Marvel ones. Movie. The best one is Thor Ragnarok. And this is not as good as Thor Ragnarok. And I find Thor Ragnarok to be not that great. Not that great. That was a, just, just funny because, Chris, you, didn't, you thought the comedy was too much in this one. The comedy was too much for yeah. me in that one. It was, just, it was yeah. just a comedy mixed with some Thor. <laughs> but, but teach yeah. their own. That's actually system, right? that yeah. whole movie is funny though. There, I didn't feel any parts were like forced in that one. But anyways, yeah, Thor Ragnarok that, was good, but I don't, I don't think it's as good as this. I, I don't know if if there's some hatred. Like Chris, what did Sam Raimi? How much did he give you to trash this movie so that you could put the other? I, I'm just wondering, like, what are you getting paid to, to, to say all these things so that his movies are better? I'm just kidding. So, Luke, go ahead. I'm sorry. So your no, rate, your ratings, nine point five. This is so the I best. Give it a 9. That's what five. I think it's the, it's the best Spider-Man movie, in my opinion. It's this mm -hmm. one, Spider-Man two, probably Spider-Man one, then probably Far From Home and Homecoming. Um, that's, that's in my opinion, if I was to say the best Marvel movies and I would have to go back and look, but it's some, in some order, it's this, it's no way home. And then Iron Man one, um, infinity war. I liked Endgame, but I have big problems with how Endgame worked as far as the time travel stuff just makes no sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I like and Black Panther. Uh, yeah. So, so, um, I liked winter soldier. So it's probably something like that. Mm -hmm. I, this to me is the most enjoyable movie experience ever when it comes to superhero movies. It's the most enjoyable mm -hmm. one to watch. Time is flying the whole time. Like it's just, it flies by, it goes super quick. It's super enjoyable and it's easy to watch while having intensely emotional moments, but it's never overbearing. It's, it's fun to watch and it's, it's just a good time. And I think that's when I watch a movie, there are times when I want really deep dramatic suspense and all that stuff. And I like all that and having to think and all this is the most enjoyable movie experience, in my opinion, that you can have. I love it. It's, it's probably 
more for that for you, Luke, because we haven't been in a theater where there's been a movie that's been this much hype for and seeing it on mm -hmm. opening night and being, I feel like that definitely adds to how Agreed. this movie is taken because if you're there and everybody else is cheering and screaming and going crazy for it, you're like, yeah, it really is really good. Shut up, shut up. I think it's I also I, I think it, I think it's also too that Rise of Skywalker was supposed to give me this feeling, and it didn't. Yeah. It didn't, yeah. and I and I think because that one failed so spectacularly with how they decided mm -hmm. to end that trilogy and and I guess nine movies if you want to try to ruin the other movies with that one as well. We I like to keep we that won't. separate. Yes, um, please. This movie Promise. capitalized in the same way that that one was supposed to, and I think that probably all adds to mm -hmm. how I feel about it. But as someone who loves mm -hmm. Spider Man. This did everything I wanted it. I, this was everything I wanted from a Spider-Man movie. It's like the perfect Spider-Man movie for someone like okay. myself. So in my opinion, 9.5, almost, almost, I guess, perfect, almost, almost perfect. Let's go with that. I'm wondering so. if Chris, if you actually go and watch it, like where the theater isn't yelling, if you might like it better, just maybe the experience made you dislike the movie a little bit too. No, like, because you no, I don't think. I think there's still, I think there's still going to be problems. Like I said, the cinematography. I, I didn't say you would, I, I didn't say you would love it. I'm saying you'd like it a little oh. better. Is I no, like, I'm not I saying actually, you would put No, my initial reaction was four. And then the more I thought about it, it actually went down for me when I started to like really think about the plot. Um, but, you know, I settled on, I settled on above average, I guess. Well, see, that, that's where I was kind of, there were some things that were bothering me. I went and watched it again, and I actually liked it better. So let me just tell you my, my rating. I got it 9.3. Um, it's in the top five of my Marvel movies, but I still don't think it's as good as Infinity War. I already talked to Luke, and I think, about, like, the reason why is there's a lot of, in Infinity War, for me, there was a lot of mystery. I didn't know how it was going to end. I knew it was a two-part two mm -hmm. movie. I didn't know anything that was going to happen. And then the the ending, and I love when villains win. Okay, let's let's be fair. Villains winning once in a while is great because it actually shows that there's there's some consequence to 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 being a hero. Mm -hmm. But um, I would say it's close to my top three. I'm just not. I gotta like sit down and actually make a list. Like if I'm gonna do that, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna say it's probably in my top five. I would say it's for me. It's the best Tom Holland. I thought Tom Holland. We didn't mention him at all. He was so good in this movie. I thought he was amazing. I thought him and Zendaya's chemistry was so good in the movie as well that it was better than the other movies to me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, top top five for sure. That's where I have it. So quick question, and only a yes or no answer from each of you. I don't want an explanation. Would you have liked the movie be more if Tobey Maguire would have died at no. the end as well? No. no, 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 that would have been too dark. Correct. Didn't fit with the theme of the movie. No, it may already die. That was our big death. Mm. Would have been not necessary. I think two would have been better. No, I, I think I might have liked it more because only because um, it, what was the point of having him get stabbed in that moment? Yeah, um, they should have just had him like whip goblin in the face or something ah, right. i can't see 
Right, but I don't think it would have been good PR to bring this guy back for one movie and kill him off either. Like, I understand why they didn't do it, but I think I might have liked the movie more if he would have died. Because I know for sure they're going probably forward with Andrew Garfield and and Tom Holland. But it sounded Mm -hmm. like they changed the scene because of the chemistry that they had on screen, those three guys. So that's that's partly why they changed Mm -hmm. it. So good question. Sorry I gave you that explanation, though, Travis. Uh, (laughs) Luke? Ryan, real quick, can you please tell us why the Green Goblin is a better villain than Thanos? He's not. <laughs> why? Why? What? What are you talking about? That That was well, a trick question. We're not going to debate this. We don't Ryan have time. Loves him I'm some not Thanos. Gonna... And Ryan oh, he is Thanos such a, is a good great villain. villain. And I just think good he's nowhere near. The Green Goblin was a better villain than Thanos ever was in this movie. I love Thanos as well. I think he's awesome. Yeah, I, as much as I uh, I like Willem Dafoe, I kind of would have to agree. Thanos is, you know, a Darth Vader, whereas Green Goblin is, you know, a Darth Maul. Ooh, don't say do, that to like, Ryan, though. <laughs> wait, wait, I love Darth Maul. Yeah, he likes Darth Maul better. Don't, don't worry, guys. Thanos is, a, is going to do something really important. Just give him 14 movies of after credit scenes to figure out what that is. <laughs> he, he was handling his his purpose. They couldn't mm-hmm. bring him right away. He was yep. he was he was handling his thing. Yep. That's mm-hmm. and it might be 14 movies, but it was probably only like a three year period or something like that. It wasn't that long. It's just long for us. So anyway. Hurry up okay. before we gotta start another one. <laughs> no, we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop here, guys. So we'll just stop here. Uh, we had one more thing, but you know what? It's we've been on this for like two and a half hours, so we're gonna stop here. <laughs> Unless if you guys wanted to do the looking ahead thing, but uh, I'm okay. I'm, I'm pumped good. for Venom. That's it. Yeah. Um, no, my awesome. only looking ahead thing was that uh, when he was doing the spell at the very end, and you're like, "Oh, I'm trying to stop them from coming through." You see, like Craven and the mm-hmm. Rhino, and I guess it's just like very silly to me because like there's no reason they can't just be like in this universe already. It's like we got to pull them from another universe. To me, it's just like lazy, but whatever. I I figured that was just to give you like a glimpse of what could be coming. Yeah. Like in this universe. For sure. Just- just for, for people to, to whatever like well, black cat was in there too i saw i saw oh, her I didn't, I didn't yeah uh i heard that uh aaron taylor johnson the guy who played quick silver in the mcu for a brief stint um he got cast for craven in the sony universe so they're yeah. bringing a craven at least in the sony so that's what i heard anyway yeah okay okay guys well thanks so much for joining us thanks for listening to us if you haven't yet please uh go ahead and uh subscribe to the podcast um follow me on instagram at nuttybuddy underscore entertainment and i started doing youtube so if you haven't yet check that out uh nuttybuddy entertainment subscribe like the video it's comments uh if you especially don't agree with chris comment a lot please uh, it helps with the algorithm okay (laughs) thanks so much for listening we'll talk to you guys soon thanks so much for listening to part three of our spider-man no way home movie review with some final thoughts that we had uh some wishes but overall just really thinking about some of the moments we loved about this movie and everything about this movie in my opinion was excellent. I can't wait to see it again with my wife. 
if you haven't yet, go back and listen to part one and two, where we do the great, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And if you haven't yet, follow me on Instagram at naughtybuddy underscore entertainment. And I just started a YouTube channel, so go follow me there as well, naughtybuddy entertainment. Subscribe and uh, like the videos. I put some up there. Uh, that's all I got for you today. I hope you guys enjoyed, and we will talk to you guys soon.